we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Hey CJ, remember that one time? <laughs> oh yeah, it was fucking epic. You're listening to Remember, remember that, that One Time, time the Inappropriate Storytime Podcast. And these are not your mama's fairy tales. Yes, this is Remember That One Time with your hosts, Chris. And CJ. And today we are going to recap our last two weeks. We both had some vacations scheduled, so we took a little bit of a break, got into some fun stuff. And so we... Some shenanigans, yes. Um... So that's what is going on this week. A couple of words for our from our sponsors before we di- go ahead and do our deep dive. Take it away. Um, we have perfectly polished paragraphs, as always. They are a proofreading company that will help you proofread your shit so you don't look stupid when you write something. Um, visit them on the web at perfectlypolishedparagraphs.com. They have a form where you can contact them or you can email them at info at perfectlypolishedparagraphs.com. We do have a promo code just for you, our special listeners. 10% off. um, Your promo code is PP20. So hit them up. They are awesome. They will take care of your shit. Perfect. PP20. Also, we are sponsored by Audible. Check them out for awesome uh, audiobooks because listening is the new reading. It is. It is. So what I got into a couple of weeks ago, it doesn't seem like that long ago. I know, right? It really has been, but it, it feels like we just got back. Yeah, it's, it really does. Um. I'm still like trying to process everything. everything. <laughs> exactly. Well, my husband is a massive theme park fan, as I'm sure most of our listeners know. That's why we entered a contest and ended up getting married at Six Flags. He's just a massive theme park enthusiast, and he has been super bombed over the entire year because of all of the pushbacks and regulations and whatnot regarding the virus. And it's really been cramping his style because for Christmas, he got tickets to Cedar Point in Ohio. And we were planning this like two week trip up to Ohio. We were also gonna hit Cincinnati and Columbus. We were gonna hit up the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame while we were up there. It was gonna be amazeballs. Like we were gonna do a tour of Cedar Point, maybe hit up Kings Island on the way back down, all of that. That would have been a hella awesome trip. Like It was. So much into that. Yeah, that was going to be our summer trip for the year, because we usually take a week and do a big summer trip. Usually it's Dollywood, because that's his favorite place to go, but this year we already had two free (laughs) tickets, so why not? Well, we had travel plans to go to Gatlinburg. And those fell through last minute. So we were supposed to leave uh, like Thursday night as soon as I got off of work. And we were supposed to spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the mountains in a cabin. 
but that fell through with some other people we were going to go with. And like, we were just, I was just planning on staying home. Like, okay, cool, whatever that fell through. It's too last second. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my husband is very impulsive when it comes to shit. Like the top two things that I hear him say are always, okay, but hear me out. Or if we leave right now, like <laughs> both of those things are usually followed by a like awesome idea. Yeah. When it comes to him and I'm like, usually when it comes to vacations, I literally just get in the car. I'm like, I'm not even going to ask questions. I don't know what you're up to, but tell me what to pack. Like, do I need a bathing suit? Do I need a formal dress? Like a parka? Parka, exactly. Tell me what to pack and I will just go get in the car and not ask questions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he pulled one of those. He sat me down on the couch and was like, okay, well, while you were at work, I was putting some stuff together once we heard about the cancellation. I put my brain together and I bought a season pass to Cedar Fair. And I'm like, I thought we already decided that we nixed Cedar Point this year because of all the regulations and shit mm -hmm. and he was like well we're not doing cedar point we're gonna do king's island instead it's about a five-hour drive so we're gonna get up first thing in the morning and drive to just outside of cincinnati we're gonna go to mason ohio and do two days at king's island and then drive back because we can so hell wouldn't you Right. And he's like, oh, and I went ahead and just bought a whole ass season pass because it's cheaper for us to like, it'll pay for parking. It'll pay for all these other things. And he's like, you never know. We might use it for another park because Cedar Fair includes Cedar Point, Kings Island and Carowinds in North Carolina. And Carowinds is one we haven't, neither one of us have been to. Now, I've been to Kings Island a long, long time ago, but Ethan had never been. Yeah, I've been to Kings Island, but I've never been to Cedar Point. Cedar Point's like big, big, isn't it? Yeah, Cedar Point is like the Disney World of amusement parks. Now, there is a difference between amusement parks and theme parks. So, your amusement parks are more Six Flags, Cedar Point, Kings Island, the ones that are focused on like roller coasters, they're just there for the thrills. Right. Then you have theme parks, which are more family oriented, and they actually have themes like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and all that stuff, where it's mostly like dark rides that you're on a little water boat and you're going through all these scenes and all that. Right. And then like the shops and the shows and all that, the extra stuff. Right, like Dollywood is actually considered a theme park because of all the shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, Cedar Point is definitely a huge, huge one. And he's super bummed out because they have the number one coaster in the world right now. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's yeah, they I usually think. hold. Hmm. I do want to go there someday. We should totally make that a double date trip because. I'm down. Let's do it. Yes, I'm it's fun as heck. <laughs> yeah so hear me out <laughs> sold. <laughs> sold right it's pretty much how it goes so yeah he got the season pass and we got up the next morning and drove to mason ohio and we had to follow all of the virus rules 
Yeah, so we had all of these rules due to the virus. So of course, there's the whole mask issue. You have to have face coverings on. Um, we saw most people had their masks on, um, a majority of it. It was usually teenagers that had them pulled down below their nose and their mouth. Um, not gonna lie, in some of the lines, if we noticed that there wasn't a ride up anywhere near us that was watching, we'd pull them down too because we were in the middle of a heat wave. Yeah, 99 fucking degrees in Cincinnati. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it was, the heat index was 105. We're standing out there with masks on. And the thing is, it wouldn't be so bad if there was some sort of, like, trees or, yeah, any sort of shade. There's no shade in the entire fucking state of Ohio. Yeah, there's nothing. So there was no shade. We're just literally standing there in the pounding sun, not really able to breathe very well. And it was just so fucking hot. They made y'all socially distance in the lines too. Yes, they did make us socially distance in the lines. Uh, they, I don't know who they paid to put these like strips of tape on the floor to show you where to stop and where to start. Um, but some of them were legit six feet. Some of them were like this, more like one foot. And some of them were like 17 feet. So we're like, I don't know what the hell. So we all just kind of eyeballed it to make sure that we weren't on top of each other. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you stand here and you put your arm out and the other person puts their arm out, like that's probably about six feet. Yeah. And most of all the lines stuck to that. The one that didn't was the longest line we were in. We were in line for about an hour and a half to ride Flight of Fear because that one is an indoor coaster. So they it was... coaster now? Yes. It, well, they've had it since the 90s. It's been there since like 97. I swear I did not see that when I was there. It's I guess one I of too, my favorites. I was busy riding Son of Beast. I oh, I'm sure. Dude, Son of Beast was only up for a year, so you actually have a rare coaster credit. Enjoy that. Really? Yeah. First, um, that was the first upside down coaster I ever went on. Oh, so you got to ride it before they took out the loop too. You have a yeah. They took out the loop after a couple of months because people were like, "This fucking hurts." It yeah, dude. It legit. It did. Yeah. A wooden coaster that even that doesn't go upside down kind of hurts. Dude, I got Ethan on the Beast. Okay, so everyone has to ride the Beast because that is still the longest, the tallest. Like it has all of the accolades, and it was built in like 1971. Mm -hmm. So I was like, dude, you have to ride the Beast. Plus, I prefer Woody's. I like to be knocked around a little bit. That's just how I am. He prefers little slut. I am. He prefers the newer ones, the ones that are super smooth. He likes it when RMC, Rocky Mountain Construction, gets their hands on a wooden coaster and they transform it by putting their steel tracks on the wooden coaster and making it smoother and revamping it. Those are his favorites. And so I got him on the beast and afterwards he was like, fuck it, I want to go home. Like he was pissed. He was like... I, the entire world has been lying to me my entire life. This ride sucks. It doesn't need to be revamped. It doesn't need to be retracted. It needs to be fucking demolished. Fuck this ride. Fuck you. Fuck Kings Island. Fuck your mom. I'm going home. 
But the Beast is a classic. I know, but it is so painful. He he had bruises like head to toe. He was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I thought you loved me. <laughs> Why did you do this? Yeah, that was pretty awful. Um, their brand new ride that just opened, Orion, you have one opportunity to ride it. Like they give you a ticket and you have to come between the hours, like say the hours of one and two. That's your ticket. You can get in line. You can ride it once per day. That is it because it's so popular or else the the line is going to be 18 hours long. Oh, so that's not a, like the virus thing. That's... No, that's just a new open coaster thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cedar Point does the same thing with uh, Steel Vengeance and it's been out for like two years now. But they are still doing that for that one because it's the best fucking coaster in the world. Yeah. So, um, Orion sucks shit. It was terrible. Aww. Well, okay, to us. So, it is a giga coaster, which means that it goes up 300 feet for the drop. I've been on hyper coasters, which are 200 feet, that were a lot better than that. I, what we think happened is that Kings Island just wanted something for the accolades so they're like oh we have a giga coaster it's super tall but that's all it does it's like it goes up it goes down there's a couple of humps and then it's done like it's super short there's no helix like it doesn't there's not a lot of features to it so we were super disappointed by that yeah. um one thing that was not great was trying to keep your mask on on a roller coaster so you still had to have the masks on during the ride. Are, are you serious? Yes. Now, I didn't, the only one I had actual problems with, now Ethan wears a gaiter, so it goes all the way like up and down his neck, so it's not going anywhere. I don't like the gaiters because, I, as you can see, I don't even like having hair on the back of my neck. I get overheated. So, and if, even if my hair were longer, it would be in a ponytail or a bun because I don't like being overheated. So I had just your regular mask with the ear loops. And the first thing we rode was a boomerang, which is the first thing that we rode after my wedding. Oh, and what it does is it takes you up and then it drops you backwards. And so the air coming backwards behind my mask, like I had to reach out and grab it so that it didn't go flying somewhere. <laughs> so. I feel like on the coaster, like while it's going, like that's a bit much, isn't it? Now some places, I think Dollywood doesn't make you wear them on the rides, but you have to put it back on like right after the ride. I mean, I can maybe see that, but I mean. Yeah. Mm. It's a bit much, I know. Um, another thing is, Every hour on the hour, they had to sanitize each train and send them through empty so that they could dry, which I was like, okay, I don't know why you have to send them empty. I mean, the air's going to dry it, whether it's sitting here or running, so just put us on it. I mean, quite honestly, if it's a disinfectant that is made of the stuff it's supposed to be made of, it's mostly alcohol, it's going to evaporate, like, hell. Instantly. If yeah. What it's supposed to be made of. But right. What do I well, the, know? Just work in healthcare. <laughs> right. So they had to go down and like spray everything, wipe it down, sanitize it. So every now and then you'd have to wait for an empty train to do its thing and then come back. 
So that was another added virus thing. And another virus thing was that instead of when you get back to the, um, what is it called? The dock or whatever, where you load and unload the station, when you get back to the station, instead of just instantly exiting the train and going about your day, you have to sit there and they have to give you permission to get up and leave because they don't want everybody rushing off and then there being a shit ton of people concentrated. They're, they're going to be like, okay, you in the back go, you in the front go, you in the back go, you in the front go. So that was another one. And that was, that was fine. That didn't add too much, you know, time to it. Yeah. We, we were there two days and we did ride everything over the two days. But we, so we got in at 1030 and the park, well, like the park opened at 1030, but the rides didn't open until 11. So by 1030, you can like get your cup, get anything done you need to at member services, and then get to wherever, whichever ride you want to do first, go ahead and get in line. So that then when they open at 11, there you go. And then we stayed the first day until 2.30, I think, maybe 3, until we both looked at each other, faces beat red, huffing. Like, they have these, like, rest areas where you can take off your mask and, like, sit and chill for a second before you have to put them back on and then go about your day. So we were sitting in one of those mask-free zones and we just kind of looked at each other and like we both nodded and then we walked to the car. We were like, that's it. We're done. It's time. Yeah. We just cannot do it anymore. So we went back to the hotel room and we each ordered our own like DoorDash food and just hung out. Now we also realized that there was a pool and I was going to get in the pool, but he told me not to pack my swimsuit. So I didn't. The next day, we went to Walmart. My ass bought a swimsuit. I went to get in the pool, and they were like, oh, sorry, the pool's down. There's something funky going on with the filter or whatever. So still didn't get to get in the pool, but I bought a new bikini, so there's a plus. You'll see it this weekend. Well, CJ will. <laughs> well, I mean, people might see it. I don't know. Um, a couple of funny things about the hotel while we're here. One, um, I, the food I ordered was great. We, I got me some Greek food. I had me some fabulous like hibiscus tea or something. And I was really enjoying it until I knocked over the table that I was in. And I only had one sip of that drink before it exploded all over the carpet of that hotel room and I was so, like, worn down from the theme park that I looked at it, I put a towel over it, and I went about my business. Like, I didn't even try to clean it up. Seems legit. Yeah, I was like, this is not my problem. If I cover it up with this towel and I don't see it, that means it's not there. Yes. Um, there was this random can of... I'm guessing it's, it says Hazy Wonder, so I'm guessing it's some sort of craft beer. 
I don't know. There was this random can of craft beer that like, as soon as you got off the elevator, there was a table in the hallway with this unopened can of beer just sitting on it the entire time we were there. Don't know what that was about. Did you drink it? No, I didn't touch that shit. It could have God knows what on it. No, I ain't getting anthrax. <laughs> Fuck you. Lord, you could have washed the can and then poured it into a cup. It was unopened. Yeah, no. Then one of the nights we um, came back to the hotel and there was a receipt that they normally like stick on your DoorDash or Uber Eats bag. There was a receipt stuck to the inside of the elevator. So Regina at 835 bought an eight ounce sirloin and RR shrimp. I don't know, rock and roll shrimp maybe? I don't know. Um, medium well with a baked potato, butter, sour cream, steamed asparagus to go mixed grilled salad with ranch dressing. She also bought salmon seven ounce D. I don't, I don't know what a seven ounce D is, but I'm down. It sounds good. Right. A baked potato, butter, sour cream, crispy Brussels sprouts to go mixed green salad, no tomato, extra cheese, ranch dressing. Regina had herself a good night. Well, I can tell you right now, Regina's wrong because she ordered a steak. What did you say? Well, medium well? Yes, medium well. Who eats a steak like that? I eat mine well done. Like, mine has to be well, well. And I eat it with steak sauce. So, eh. You don't eat steak. That's jerky at that point. I do. And it's delicious. And I love it. I only get one steak a year. I'm allergic to beef, okay? Yeah. I like it when they put the cow in front of the oven, get it good and scared, and then bring it out to the table. Yeah, Ethan's the same way. He just wants to take a chunk out of its, like, left flank, and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the other thing that we noticed was that not only did they have a Gideon's Bible, but they also had the Book of Mormon, in the hotel room as well. So Ethan got some light reading in because I, I didn't know what he was doing. He got really quiet and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just reading the Book of Mormon. And I'm like, okay, were you going to tell me that you're changing religions in Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> what hotel were y'all at? We were at something that was called the King's Inn that was obviously a Spring Hill Suites at one point because this was the biggest fucking hotel room we've ever been in. It was a suite. Yeah, I yeah. think Spring Hill Suites is owned by Marriott, isn't it? I think so. It's usually, Marriott usually does have a Book of Mormon, because it's a Mormon-owned company. That makes sense. Yep. Yes, so yeah. now I know. Basically, I also have a Mormon story in, in my shenanigans as well. Well, great. Well, that pretty much wraps up mine. So moral of the story was it was doable. The theme park during the time of this virus is it is doable. It is a thing that wasn't awful. However, it would have been better if it wasn't in the middle of a fucking heat wave. If it was 70 degrees, better yet in the 60s, but come fall with their Halloween stuff and their Christmas stuff, we might actually go back mask or no mask because it's completely doable if it's not stifling hot. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that's the moral of the story. It's doable, but it was fucking hot that week. So that is my review of theme parks in the time of the Ronas. Um, before we get over to CJ's complete cross-country shit show, uh, don't forget that, of course, you're listening to Remember That One Time, the Inappropriate Storytime podcast. Get the latest episodes on Saturday afternoons and connect with Remember That One Time on Twitter and Facebook at rtalkshow.com. You can also find live event schedules, videos, and extras online. Learn more about connecting with Remember That One Time at rtotshow.com. Remember That One Time is made possible by viewers like you. I'm joking. <laughs> made possible by Audible. Audible is this awesome audiobooks platform where you can find millions and millions of titles about anything that interests you. Are you into the migration schedules of snails? I guarantee you there is a fucking book that somebody, maybe even the author, will read you about the migration patterns of snails that are affected by cocaine or something. I don't know. How fucking spoiled do you have to be that you're kicked back, relaxing, with someone reading a book to you while you do nothing about any subject that you want in the world. Yeah. It's amazing. If you're into fiction, if you want to be whisked away into the arms of Mr. Darcy, that can be arranged. Just go to uh, audibletrial.com slash remember that one time or you can go to rtotshow.com and hit the little banner at the top of our website and that will take you directly to it as well all you have to do is sign up and you automatically get a free um almost an ebook <laughs> a free audiobook with your 30-day trial membership and it also benefits your favorite podcast so go home if you're not already, if you're not already sitting at home quarantined, go home and sign up at audibletrial.com slash remember that one time right now for your free trial. Exactly. Do it. Yes. So what did you do while I was facing the heat? I saw the entire country, y'all. So the good, the bad, and the ugly. I saw it all, y'all. I did. Um, so my sister moved to Washington and she needed some people to help her drive vehicles out there and get stuff out there. Uh, the trip's been in the works for like over a year. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of went back and forth between like, are they going to do a moving truck? And that was the plan at first. We're just going to like rent a U-Haul and there was kind of a time where we're like, oh, we're not going to have enough drivers. So maybe we're going to rent a U-Haul and tow one of the vehicles behind. So we would only have to have, because we, I mean, realistically, she wanted to get there fast. You know, we knew we were going to be doing 13, 14 hour days. And I knew we were going to need to switch off drivers. So with two vehicles and a moving van, we need six people at least. And we just couldn't find six people. And then I was like, okay, well, let's just get a U-Haul and we'll tow one. We'll only need four people. And when I told my husband that I was going to drive a U-Haul 
towing a Honda Accord behind it across the Rockies, he shit his pants. Oh, hell no. Hell no, you ain't doing that shit. You don't know what you're getting into. I'm a professional driver. You are not. I, mm. You ain't doing this. And so I was like, fine, fine. Then figure it out. You're going to have to figure out a way to get off work. And then you can do it because you're a professional driver. Bam. So, at, by the end of the time, I mean, it was all a clusterfuck in the end. And so she ended up, my sister ended up just getting a pod and they came to her apartment. She put all her shit in it and they took off about probably 10 days ahead of us. So she literally sat in her apartment with like nothing there, but an air mattress and some food for 10 whole last days. And so then we got on the road and we left on a Friday and Chris was not able to get off work that Friday. So he flew into Montana and met us the next day or the next evening. Nice. So we managed to get from Nashville to Omaha the first night. And that was about 12-ish hours. It, well, on GPS, it was 12 hours. We had to, we ended up losing like an hour in St. Louis trying to get around some bullshit that was going on downtown, road closures, shit. So, um, and I had booked some, I had booked hotels prior to all of this for just the leg of the trip from Tennessee to Washington, because on the way back, we weren't really on any time schedule. So I didn't book anything, but I knew we were staying in Omaha. So I booked something for Omaha and my sister and my mom and dad, everybody was all just talking constantly about how much this trip is going to cost, how much everything's going to cost, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, I have. I have a discount thing for hotels. I'll take care of it. Like we'll get a discount. It'll be great. So my dumbass books mm -hmm. a roadway in nice in Omaha, Nebraska. And we roll up to this place after being on the road hot and sweaty and fucking crumbs in our butt cracks for 14 hours. And yeah, it was not the place I booked. I can tell you that right now. It was mm -hmm. not. They pulled the switcheroo. They did, dude. And I mean, you kind of expect that when you book something online, but it was just, it was more than I could handle because I was already stressed because that morning I like the whole plan was we were going to get up super early and leave, be on the road by 5.30 AM. And I don't know what happened. I guess I was just so fucking tired. I slept through all of my alarms my phone was on vibrate. So Chris was calling me. My mom was calling me. My mom was calling Chris. I can't get a hold of Courtney. She's not answering the phone. I looked at her GPS. She's still at the house. She was supposed to be dead minutes ago. And so text, phone calls, voicemails, I'm dead to the world. And so we have one of those security systems with the, the camera. And so Chris was like, I'm just going to go over the camera and start yelling in the house. Nice. And I've never heard that before. And dude, it woke me straight the fuck up out of my sleep. And I thought there was an intruder. I'm like, oh shit. My gun. Like I'm going to blow him away. Whoever. You're going to have a fucking holes in your wall if he ain't. And because it did not sound like him, it was like a robot voice. It was creepy as fuck. <laughs> that whole thing threw me off the whole day. And then my dad drove most of the way there. And my dad is one of those people that drives the speed limit and not one, not one penny over, mm -mm. not one. Cruise control is set at 70. 
period. So Allison and Jackson are like fucking, I keep watching them on the little GPS. They're like, okay, they're 20 miles ahead of us. Now they're 30 miles ahead of us. Now they're 40 miles ahead of us. Can you fucking lay on the gas, please? Yeah. Because they ain't fucking around. They're trying to get there yesterday. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We roll up to this hotel. I'm straight up having, like, fucking panic attack because I'm like, like, my mom and my sister are straight up hotel snobs. Like, I'll do anything to save some money. Like, it's literally, we're going to sleep here for, like, five hours and get up and get back on the road. I don't want to fancy. Like, on the way back, when we can loiter and do what we want, I'll get something fancy then. But we're trying to haul the fuck out of here and get to Seattle. Like, it doesn't need to be fancy. But the two of them were not having it. And I knew, I knew when we pulled in, I was like, they ain't staying here. I know they're not. No. Nope. I walked in and took one whiff of that place. And I was like, they ain't staying here. I know they're not. No. Now, so, see, you can go back to one of our uh, episodes about hotels and some of the sketchy-ass places we've stayed for proof that we don't give a shit where we stay as long as it's a bed. Yeah. Like, the bed I mean, can have cigarette burns, doesn't matter. If it's one of those deals where I'm not spending any time in the room, yeah. if it's, like, a vacation where I'm going to be literally just sleeping there and spending every minute outside of the room or if it's a deal where I'm on the road and I just need to sleep for a few hours I don't care if it's something where I'm going to be loitering there yeah yeah, I pick a nice hotel with a restaurant and a bar and a pool and all that shit but I we didn't have time for that so I'm fucking having a meltdown because it's already like 9 30 and we need to get on the road early in the morning to because we got to make it from Omaha to Billings, Montana the next day. And so I was just, I was done. And so I walked in, I walked back into the, like I walked in there, talked to the guy at the front, walked back out. I told my mom, I was like, I know you're not, I, there's no use in you even walking in there. I know you're not staying here. There's no way you're going to stay here. So we talked about it for a second. I walk back in and I tell this nice man at the desk, I was like, I'm sorry, but this place smells like rotten feet and dirty cheese and I can't stay here. So charge me if you have to, but sorry. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And so we left. Wow. And I had booked, because we were heading in a northern direction, I booked this place purposely just north of Omaha. And just north of Omaha is fucking nothing. So we had to turn around and go back south into Omaha to find another hotel and just walk in without a reservation and hope that they had something, which fucking makes my skin crawl. Like, I I don't do that. I always have a reservation. I can't do that. I can't live my life like that. (laughs) But here we are. So we're like 10 minutes down the road and the hotel we were just at calls me and they're like, you left your ID here. And this is the tipping point, dude. I fucking lost it. Yeah, so she texted me while we were, I don't even remember what we were doing, but she texted me and she was like, is this what a panic attack feels like? I'm pretty sure this is what a panic attack feels like. My chest is super tight. Nobody better talk to me or I will literally decapitate them. I am done with life. The end. And the entire, like I had booked the same hotel for Billings, Montana, the next night, another roadway in. And so I was like, we're not going through this the second night in mm-hmm. a row. 
So I was trying, like on the phone with the hotel trying to cancel the next night's reservation. So I had to get off the phone with them, return around, went back, got my license, turned back around and started back towards Omaha, like downtown Omaha. And I got back on the phone and it took me the entire 25 minute ride just to cancel the next night's reservations. Finally get to this comfort inn in Omaha, downtown, and they have, a, they have two rooms. So we get there, we get in there, and Allison and Jackson's room is like full of smoke and the toilet is clogged with like the biggest log you've ever seen. And it also looks like someone tried to literally flush a bunch of weed down the toilet. Nice. So they've like had it. It's like 1030 at this point now. We're fucking done. And <laughs> there's a bar across the street that I just keep eyeing. I'm like, I'm <laughs> that in my life. <laughs> I'm going to hit that and hit it hard. Yeah. So, um, so Jackson calls the front desk and he's like, hey, we got a clog it's bad. And so they're like, okay, we'll send maintenance up. Maintenance shows up with a plunger and hands it to him. And is like, have a good night. Oh my God. No, we didn't do this. We literally just checked in. This was here. So. <laughs> yeah. What are you paid for? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, we wake up the next day and I'm like, you know, it's a fresh day. We're going to Montana. I've never been to Montana before. I had never been to Nebraska before, but I was already 110% done with Nebraska. Nebraska can fucking... Yeah, Nebraska is nothing but tornadoes. Yeah. So uh, we rolled out that next morning. I was like, fuck you, Omaha. Smell you later. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we get going and um, we, I didn't even realize that we would be driving right through the Badlands, but as we got to looking at the map, I was like, oh man, that would be kind of cool, and I'm looking at this little loop road that goes around, and it's like a nine-mile loop, so you get off the interstate, do the loop, see the Badlands, get back on the interstate, and keep hauling ass. Yeah, so seems I'm easy. Like, that's, a, that's a cool thing we could do as a family. It won't take long. It's not that far out of the way, and we can get right back on the interstate and keep the fuck going, because it's going to be all we can do to get to Billings by 8.30 because that's when Chris's plane lands in Billings. We need to pick him up from the airport. So um, so we go into the Badlands and we see all of that and, and it was fucking awesome. It was the coolest thing. Mm -hmm. it, it was very strange and neat looking. So we did that and we get back on the interstate and we go through I don't, we're in South Dakota, like that very last city in South Dakota. I think it's like Rapid City or something. And just outside of that, there's like some crazy construction on the interstate and GPS is telling us to get off the interstate and get on this state route. Oh, hell. Never forget this fucking state route, ever. I did not look ahead on my GPS because I'm thinking, okay, there's some weird construction business. It's going to take us off on this state route for like 10 or 15 minutes. We're going to loop around and get back on. Right. Just like the loop road in the Badlands. It's, you know, 20, 30 minute delay, whatever. No big deal. No. Dude, we were on fucking state route 212 through three, count them, one, two, three states. Like, I thought you were going to say counties. No, no. Three ass states. We started on 212 in South Dakota. Then we crossed into Wyoming. Then we crossed into Montana. And I, I went probably 
an hour and a half where I had literally zero bars, nothing. Wow. There was, it was like 297 miles down a two lane state highway. There's something weird going on out there. I don't, there's, Aliens. It, it ain't right out there. Like, I, so 297 miles, I think I counted five houses nice. in that stretch. And it was nothing but fence, like running parallel to the, to the road. But when you look down the fence, it wasn't divided into like different tracks. Like somebody owns this piece of land and somebody owns this piece. It was like the same fucking person owned 297 miles of flat fucking nothing. Well, it could be cattle. Well, that's the thing. We would drive for, you know, 50 or 60 miles, and then all of a sudden, boom, thousands and thousands of cattle just out of nowhere, but no, no water source, no pond, no barn, no... You know, have you ever heard of a cattle drive? Like, they move cattle from place to place. Right, but where are they? There's nobody at home. Where is home? This I'm talking. This is flat. You can what see the five houses. Yeah, like sixty-five <laughs> miles back. Yeah, like, it was it was fucking weird. So you so we drove for like sixty miles, nothing. Then like ten thousand cows, and then we drove for another <laughs> twenty miles and saw nothing. And then boom, one cow, one cow, twenty miles from his friends. Fucking explain that. Like I. And I was like, later on when we got to the hotel, I was like, maybe there was like some sort of water source and it was just like fucking far as shit away. So I got on Google Maps satellite or whatever. There's no fucking water. Nothing. Where are these cows getting water? They have to have water to live. And don't even get me started on the electrical poles. With five houses in 297 miles, why do you need like eight rows of electrical poles on either side of the road and they just keep fucking going where do, where are they going to those five houses i'm assuming they didn't like branch off and go like way back like there was a house way back off the road that you couldn't see like they just ran parallel to the road for 297 miles and didn't well maybe connect to anything well maybe it was connecting the electricity from the big city out to where it needed to go because you know, where else would it come from but why do they for five houses why do they need eight rows on either side well i'm just saying that i think that was from like one big city to the next big city and those just happened to be there as well there has to be a logical explanation the whole thing gave me the fucking heebie-jeebies and then there was the mounds oh yeah random, random ass just flat it would be flat and then there'd be a mound and then a stack of white cinder blocks next to it probably native american graves uh, i mean they were like like freshly painted white cinder blocks i don't know the whole thing gave me the heebie-jeebies and then i had to pee and i'm like where the fuck are we gonna pee and then the two minutes after i said that there's this random like lost rest stop that nobody has ever stopped at in the roadhouse and I open the door it's like a aggregate building with like a little wooden door and like literally like a ceramic pot nice and I'm like I mean I have to use it so I used it and I shut the door 
and there's this big ass fucking poster advertising about the warning signs of human trafficking like sex trafficking and i'm like in the middle of fucking nowhere well get me the fuck out of here i'm done well see i think it's because i just finished watching wolf creek on shutter but like all that's about are these tourists that get like lost in the outback of Australia and this guy like hunts them down one by one to kill them. And so that would have really freaked me out being out in the fucking middle of basically nowhere with human trafficking posters. Because I mean, if you go missing in those places and you're by yourself, like you're never coming back. Yeah. Bye. Like no one knows you're gone. Well, I mean, I'm assuming somebody would know you're gone, but Nobody how long ever. until, yeah, how long until somebody picks up on it? I mean, you could exactly. be somebody's new pair of leggings by then. Exactly. So I was just like, get me the fuck out of here. So anyways, we're on th- this, th- I have no idea how many extra hours this route cost us as opposed to going the actual interstate. Too damn keep, many. I keep looking at the clock and I'm like, fucking fuck Chris's plane is touching down and there's no one at the airport to pick him the fuck up and it's making me a nervous wreck and I'm going into fucking panic mode again and I'm like I can't have this and so we ended up rolling into town probably an hour and a half after he um, landed and luckily we ended up I got the roadway in canceled and we ended up staying at a nice enough hotel that there was a hotel shuttle that shuttled him from the airport to the hotel which was a whopping like two miles. Billings is not that big but it's a cool ass fucking town and I can't wait to go back. Um, So by the time we got there of course it's just like a repeat of the night before. I'm flustered and as fuck and I get there and Chris is already like four or five beers in. He's been hanging out at the bar across the street. He was fine. Like there was no reason for me to be worried, but he was fine. Like he had already made friends at the bar and, you know, he walked back across to the hotel and he was like, hey, I told him he'd be here in a minute where they have a beer waiting for you, blah, blah, blah. Aw. So it ended up being fine. So we left billings the next day and we went we we were originally going to go to spend the entire next day at yellowstone but it was a combination of the virus and road construction yellowstone was essentially almost completely closed down because of their road closures inside the park so we had to skip that so we drove just straight on through we were like well i mean it's probably 18 hours to Seattle we probably can't make it all the way we can get close and we'll stop and get another hotel so we ended up making it to Spokane and stayed the night um I was hella surprised by Idaho really I've never thought anything I've never given Idaho two potatoes yeah I've literally never given the state of Idaho two seconds of my time ever because I didn't think there was anything there. And we only went through, well, on the way there, we only went through just the tiny little panhandle. So it was like maybe 40, 50 miles. But it was fucking beautiful. Really? Yes. Oh my God. It was so pretty. And this just massive, beautiful lake with the mountains up there. And it was, it was awesome. 
So we roll into Spokane. Probably the, the entire time we were traveling, this is probably the only day we rolled into a hotel when it was still light outside. So I was stoked about that. And so, <laughs> and we're driving Jackson's car. And Chris had told them ahead of time, like, make sure you have like all the emergency roadside shit in each of the cars, just in case. So we're rolling in, like we literally just passed the welcome to Washington sign and fucking something about the tire pressure thing comes up. So we pull off the interstate, super bad part of town. There's like fucking tweakers everywhere, like surrounding us. I'm like, dude, we got to GTFO right now because they are looking at us like we are prime people. USDA. Like, and they were all just like, they're, they're just like in the street, like in the street, just, there was this guy that was like in the, in the parking lane. He, I couldn't tell what it was, but he was like crying and punching something that was on the Jesus. ground. Probably and a baby. I don't it looked like a duffel bag, kind of. Duffel bag full of babies. He was just, I was like, I don't know, I don't care, get me out of here. I got out of there, checked into the hotel, stayed the night, got up again, we left super early, and Washington was, I mean, it was cool. There was a really cool, like, big, huge gorge that just, like, opened up out of nowhere with a massive river in it. Um that we stopped to take a video of. I actually was that called the Grand Canyon? <laughs> no, actually, it was a probably this big compared to the Grand Canyon. It looked bad, but it was literally nothing compared to the Grand Canyon. So we stopped there for a minute. We kept going, rolled in. We got Allison and Jackson moved in to their apartment. Um, <laughs> They found out their apartment does not have AC because apparently that's not a thing in Seattle. Um, you want to cool down, you go outside in the rain. Yeah, a spoiler alert, it wasn't raining and it was hella hot. Really? Damn. Full sun the whole time we were there and it was probably 87. Shit. Yeah, so it was sticky. So she walks in and kind of figures out that there's no AC and she's like it's cramping my style and so she went and bought like a shit ton of fans and I figured a window unit I never got confirmation but I don't think they have heat either because I was looking there's no vents in the ceiling no vents in the floor and they don't have like radiant baseboard heating and there's no like a thermostat on the wall like there's just nothing it's just it's just a building no no central heat in air at all. And no place to like burn anything. <clears throat> if they had an upstairs unit, they would have a fireplace, but they don't. So I, I mean, I, it doesn't get like super, super cold there, but I mean, they're going to need space heaters. I'm yeah. sure. So yeah, that was wild. I mean, yeah, it is. living in Tennessee, like the, oh, the central heat in air is a must. That's a must. You will die without it. Right. So, so we stayed the night in downtown Tacoma, which was awesome. And we got up the next morning and let's see, where did we go from there? Oh, fucking Oregon. Another state that I never gave. Pleasantly surprised. Oh my God. It was amazing. Like, fucking, it was freaking awesome. 
so we stopped real quick in this um, town called Cascade Locks. It's like mm. this cute little, I don't know, just like a little touristy town. And we crossed Aww. over this bridge because um, I guess the Columbia River is basically the state line between Washington and Oregon. So we crossed over this bridge called Bridge of the Gods. <clears throat> went from Oregon back into Washington, turned around and came back into Oregon and paid $2 to do it just to, you know. YOLO. Yeah, take some cool pictures. So we ran parallel to the Columbia River in this huge, massive ass gorge for like, I don't know, probably five hours. And it was every time we turned a corner, it was just something more beautiful to look at. And then we came up on Boardman, Oregon. Yes. I knew that we had to stop and it was about dinner time. So I was like, let's stop and get gas and pee and have a bite to eat. Shout out so, to our listener in Boardman. Yes, it is a quite charming little town. And I took lots of pictures at like the little exit off the interstate because they have this cute little sign. Look at it. I don't know if you can see it. Eventually. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I kind of. Sort well, of. you did at the beginning and then you touched yeah. something. Okay. Anyways, um, post it. But yeah, it had a super cute little sign. And dude, like when we got in the car, like I think we got out for a minute at Cascade Locks in Oregon. It was mm -hmm. probably 80-ish, 80 82. And we got back in the car, drove for like another four or five hours, got out in Boardman, Oregon. It was 102 degrees. Jesus. Oregon. I was not expecting that. I did not think that was a thing up there. And so I made it a point to ask the lady at um, the restaurant we went and ate at. I was like, is this, is this like a major heat wave? Is this normal? And she's like, yeah, this is pretty normal for this time. What the year. fuck? Yeah. And Oregon is a lot like Washington. They do not have AC. Jesus. So we're in this pizza parlor and it is literally 10 million degrees. We're sitting on the surface of the sun. Like mm -mm. I, I was resting my arms on the table and I was like, Ooh, it's hot. Shit. <laughs> we're, I'm sure you guys had masks too. Yeah. They made us wear masks for a minute. I mean, cause they had water to out to our table in like three seconds. So we just, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, we had our mask on for like 14 seconds. And, but the ladies that were working there had like the cloth, like the thick cloth mm -hmm. mask or black. And oh gosh, mm. like black cloth just like stifling your face all day. And they were, they were drenched. They, they were like a wet t shirt contest. They were drenched. I felt so bad for them. I was like, I'm going to leave you even more of a tip because I feel so bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Literally dying of heat stroke. So, anyways, we, they had awesome pizza, and I bought a shirt that says oh. Oregon, or says Boardman, Oregon. We were at this place, what's it called? Let's see. Burnt Field Brewing craft beer mm. legit pizza so shout out to the people at burnt field brewing because that pizza hit the spot it was primo so it was awesome so we got back on the road and i think we made it to boise that night boise was i mean there's nothing special really it was boise <laughs> so we got up the next morning um 
I was just kind of look, quickly looking to see if there was anything quick and pretty we could see that was close off the interstate mm-hmm. and on this um, town called Twin Falls. And they yeah. had this huge, massive waterfall. Well, two of them, Twin Falls, hence the name. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. And I started reading up on it, and apparently it's taller than Niagara Falls. Not by much, but it is taller. Well, shit. It doesn't put out the volume of water that Niagara does, but it is physically taller. Right. Um, and so it was like a nine-mile little jaunt off the interstate. So I was like, let's go see that. And dude, that was that was a good choice. It was freaking amazing. You could hear it. like when There was like a little parking platform up here, and then you walk down some steps to see it. You could hear it. Like before you Damn. had a window, it was so fucking loud. And there was this fucking mansion house, like, right up on this cliff that just, like, that's their front yard view. They just chill out up there and drink coffee and, like, look at this massive-ass waterfall. And that was just their view. Well, it's probably an annoyance with it being that loud, though. Yeah, but it was pretty awesome. And then there was a, uh, like, a little section where you could walk off to the side where the dam was and they had like a roped off swimming area um place where you put in your boat and obviously go the opposite direction of the falls makes sense Um, so yeah that was really awesome um let's see i'm i'm literally having to look through my pictures to remember where we went hey i did the same um okay so we stopped in salt lake city because chris wanted to go to the black rifle coffee company of course store and order a cup of coffee so we did that salt lake city it's it was raining when we got there and we were in a hurry and so we didn't get to see a whole lot of it but it seemed like it would be a pretty cool city to kind of tool around in and see what's there but we just didn't have the time provo was just kind of like a you know didn't seem like anything special and then like after provo like I don't know, something happened, because, like, northern Utah was just run-of-the-mill. It kind of reminded me of Indiana or Oklahoma, and then all of a sudden, within, like, 20 or 30 minutes, like, the whole landscape changed, and then it just turned, like, red and orange, and there was buttes everywhere and desert, and I was just like, what the fuck? We're in a city, like, 20 minutes ago. How the hell did this happen? It just like appeared out of nowhere. And it was fucking beautiful. And then, um, we just happened to see this little state park and we stopped and it was literally this big giant lake in the middle of the desert. And people are out there like tubing and boating and stuff. And it nice. looked amazing. So we got out there, took some pictures, kept driving, found a ghost town. It was Aww. called Hurricane Utah. So we stopped there. I did post a picture of that on, um, or a a video of that on the Facebook page. Do you Um, think that the reason it's a ghost town is due to a hurricane? Maybe. Could be. I don't know. But I want to go back because it was pretty cool. But I mean, it had like little, you know, places where you can go and um, look around and everything. And they do tours and stuff. But it was like nine o'clock by the time we got there. So it was closed but it was pretty cool looking so we stayed the night there got up the next morning went to zion national park you ever get the chance to go there definitely go i've always wanted to it's on my list oh dude 
it is amazing. Everything I saw was just more beautiful than the last thing I saw. It was. You were awed by the natural beauty of our country. I was awed. And there was, um, we were kind of that the night before Zion National Park, we were kind of, you know, toying with the idea, are we going to make it to the Grand Canyon or not? Um, there, we ran into the same thing that we did in Yellowstone. There was closures, all like the, the way, the route we were going, really the easiest way would have been to go in the, um, east entrance and the entire road leading up to that is closed for like 60 miles. It's like off of an Indian reservation. And I don't know if it had something to do with them because they, um, I can't remember who it was that told me, um, I don't know, I heard it somewhere and one of the hotel staff or something had said that the Indian reservations were on like super, super lockdown due to yeah. um, And they had a lot of roads that were closed. And so the road that you, like you were driving through the Indian reservation, and I think it was the Navajo reservation and you were supposed to take a right and start heading west and mm-hmm. that entire road leading up to the east entrance of the canyon was completely closed. And so we couldn't get there that way. The north rim, there was parts of it that were closed. And so it would have been a lot of like getting on this road, getting on that road and a lot of this and, you know, you yeah. and so it would have been really, really slow. And the north rim is not where, like that's not where the most beautiful views are. Right. Um, it's really the south rim. And the south rim would have been like a five-hour loop because you can't. There's no roads that go Jesus. across the canyon. It's this massive no. fucking thing in your way. And I mean, I zoomed. I looked at the map for hours. There's no fucking way around it. You literally have to drive all the way around the canyon and then down and then back up to get into the south rim. And it w- we would have needed a whole other day to do it. It just wasn't going to happen. So we were like, yeah. okay, let's do Zion. And there was a couple of people that told us that Zion was actually even more pretty than, than the Grand Canyon. And I can see why. It was yeah. Pretty. So we did that. We went to, um, we went to a little restaurant after we were done at the, at Zion. And this is where my Mormon story comes in. So I'm oh boy. at this menu and I'm looking at the beer menu, and one of my choices for beer is polygamy porter. So, yeah. Nice. Literally out there in the open on the menu. No shame. So, of course, I ordered it. Of course. And it came in a can, and the... Didn't uh, come in, like, four separate shot glasses? Uh Uh-huh. No. Came in a can, and the logo on the can is, like, the you know, the circle, you know, the, it has the, the arrow and the plus sign for like the girl sign and the guy right. sign, except it's one guy sign and two girl signs. Nice. And then there's a description of the beer on the back of the can. And it says, she's on nitro. Meet the sister wife of our classic brew. This nitrogenated version is as chocolatey and easy drinking as the original, but even softer and creamier. It's okay to love them both. Ooh. I was like, man, they are proud of this stuff around here. Well, yeah. They're going to love everybody at the same time. Yeah. 
So we left there, we hit up a trading post where I bought some cactus jelly and I tried it and it was delicious. Really? Everything I hoped it would be and I can't wait to spread it on my toast when we're camping tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. Nice. You'll have to try it. It's pretty good. You had Chris spread it on you yet? That's how you yeah. get animal ants. Yeah, you don't want ants. No. Um, let's see. Like, what the aesthetic is pleasing, but the yeast infection would not be. Not, no. Um, then we drove through the rest of southern Utah. We found this really strange, like, collection of giant boulders that looked like they had been arranged in a certain way. Like, there's no way that these boulders could have been. It was like Stonehenge, but desert rocks. Hmm. It was weird. And um, <clears throat> there was this big dirt hill and I started climbing it and I found something wrapped up in a tarp and it freaked me out. So I ran and then we left. I don't really know what it was. Is it? No, you walked at a moderate speed because I've never seen you run in your life. Okay, you're, you're right. I did. <laughs> I, I waddled because this, this dirt that they have, it's different dirt. It's no joke. Like It's not like the clay that we have here. Well, yeah, it was, and, and it just got done raining, too, so it was, uh, it quick was, sand. yeah, and it, like, stuck to the bottom of my sandals, because I'm an idiot, and I tried to climb a mountain in flip-flops, and by the time I got back to the car, there was this much clay caked on my sandals, and I just had to throw them away, so I went barefoot <laughs> the rest of the time. Um, we crossed over this fucking awesome bridge over a big canyon with like a river that looked like it was made of straight copper because it was just red as all get out so that was cool um and then we made our way to winslow arizona to sitting on a stand corner, on the corner yeah standing on a corner park which is actually a thing um surprisingly winslow arizona is really ratchet yeah it is run down. It is not a place that you would want to be caught after dark at all. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. Take your picture for Instagram and then go home. Yeah, we did. Like the, honestly, the nicest part of the entire, of the entire city was that little, that corner. They had like the little statue and they have the, um, the actual flatbed truck that, that mm. parked there and stays there. It's there all the time. Damn. And it's kept in pristine condition. Like it is, it looks like it gets waxed weekly. It is shiny. It looks good. Well, yeah, it's their cash cow. Yeah. And um, yeah, they just have the side of this building is painted in Winslow, Arizona. And there's like a couple in the, it's like painted like a mural, like a couple mm -hmm. in the, in the window so we got out took pictures of that real quick and then got the fuck out again and i did stop at the walmart in winslow arizona to get new flip-flops <laughs> that um we continued on and we made it to albuquerque new mexico which led me into almost another panic attack because at the time well even now still new mexico is like Probably them in New York is probably one of the most locked down states. They're mm -hmm. like, if you come to our state, you have to quarantine for two weeks. Like, Jesus. That's it. You you can't leave. You can't do anything. 
So I called the hotel ahead of time, like right before we crossed the state line. I was like, if we need to stop and fucking stay in the last little podunk town at a roadway in the last town in Arizona and not cross over the state line, then that's what we'll do. Cause I ain't fucking quarantining for two weeks. Right. At my expense in New Mexico. So I called the hotel and I was like, Hey, is this going to be a problem? Are you going to wrap me out? Yeah. You know, is, is we literally are going to come in super late, sleep for a few hours, and then we're going to GTFO. Can we do that? Is that going to be a problem? And he was like, well, if it's just one night, then yeah, it'll be fine. If it's anything more than a night, we're going to have problems. And I was like, okay, Damn. just between me and you, nobody's got to know. I'll be in. Hear this? Okay, he stopped. I'm sorry. My bird was having a straight-up fucking breakdown in the other room. I wasn't sure if you could hear that or not. My bad. Continue. So, we got in, got out, and then we continued on. We went to Amarillo, went to Cadillac Ranch at Amarillo, where I briefly uh, stopped and spray-painted our tot show all over. All Hell yeah. And the, the ground. Like, you literally could just spray-paint it on the dirt on the ground. So we have pictures there. We also stopped at the Big Texan Steak Ranch, home of the 72 ounce sirloin that is for free if you can eat all of it. Nice. And we lucked out because there was a guy that attempted it while we were there and it's awesome. And it wasn't Chris? Awesome, no. No, I asked him. He was like, hell no, I know I can't do that. Well, the way, the reason I ask is because the morning of my wedding, when we went to Goody Goodies, he was like, okay, I want your chicken and waffles, and I also want your breakfast platter and all this, and the waitress was like, bet. <laughs> yeah. He, he learned his lesson. He learned his lesson for sure. Good. So, um, we walk in, and it's, it was actually two truck drivers. It was, it was like a team. They mm -hmm. just they continuously drive and they just switch off drivers and so you know his friend was like kind of standing around and taking pictures of him so I was talking to him and I was like is that your is that your friend and he was like yeah and he said that they were truck drive a truck driving team and I was like did you bet him to do this and he was like no man we were just driving and he saw the sign and he was like pull over man I'm gonna do it and I was damn like, you gotta That's... share it have with him like this might be a rough night for y'all Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, I think it will be. So he's like, they put the guy up on this platform and there's like these big timers where the whole restaurant can see. And nobody else is allowed up there with him. Like no distractions. This is serious. And it's not just a 72 ounce steak. It's a 72 ounce steak, three cocktail shrimp, rolls, a side and a salad and a drink. And you have to finish all of that? Like everything, every last bit of it in one hour. Fuck. And so, and, and you can like go up and take pictures and everything. And like, I didn't want the guy to feel like a, you know, like a sideshow freak or something, but I walked up, you know, and I was like, can I take a picture? And he was like, hell yeah. And he held, <laughs> he held up his plate and I'm like, bruh, bruh, this is not going to be good. This steak was like this thick. Gee, it was like, like a tomahawk like literally hanging off the plate and so we watched him for a little while and 
I didn't see the whole thing. I'm not sure if he actually did, but I think he threw up because mm -hmm. we were all sitting there talking and I heard some commotion and I looked over and all I saw was him and he had a trash can up to his mouth. Oh so yeah. I think he threw up because he didn't make it. He did get disqualified. Oh no. Yeah, I know. I was like, man, I was rooting for you, dude. Well, speaking of eating massive steaks, I didn't know about it until the other day when we were in the grocery store and we passed one. But Ethan, apparently, when he went to New York with his sister last summer, he, at a restaurant, like a fancy fucking restaurant in New York, ordered this like super thick ass tomahawk steak that was like bigger than his head. And he was like, I ate every single bite of that thing because it was over a hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, he paid dollars he paid a hundred dollars for a steak i know it hurts my soul it is it goes against everything that i am and i'm like damn straight you ate every single bite of that you better puked it up and ate it a second time <laughs> right my god a hundred dollars yeah i mean it's new york everything's overpriced and he was like if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna go big or go home so Shit. he went big <laughs> so we continued on and we made it to Oklahoma City and we stayed the night and it was our last night and so I was like fuck it we don't splurge so we stayed at the Hyatt in Bruce. oh shit yeah and unfortunately I actually do know a thing or two about Oklahoma City because it's where my ex-husband was from so I have been there a couple of times and I did know like the nicer yeah. places to stay and so I was like yeah let's stay here and dude Oklahoma City gets down really like, yeah well the last time the last well anytime there, we always stayed at the Biltmore Hotel which is kind of mm -hmm. like the outskirts but we stayed in Bricktown this time which is like downtown downtown Damn. it would be the equivalent of staying like where we stayed for river stages like that Sheraton in it yeah yeah dude Oklahoma City gets down they were partying they were having a blast they gave zero fucks and Chris was like this is amazing and I'm like right like everybody's so chill everybody was so nice hmm. and Chris was like I wouldn't mind coming back here and I'm like oh so now we're planning a trip to Oklahoma City sweet okay so, see yeah so the next morning when we got up and left i said look i know it's out of the way but we have to go to tulsa because it's literally tattooed on my body there's no excuse for me to say that i've never been to tulsa if it's tattooed on my body so right we went to tulsa i was really hoping that there would be like a big sign that said like welcome to tulsa or something cheesy I could take my picture with, but there wasn't. And we didn't really get to see that much of the city. It was like just a fleeting little glimpse because I guess the interstate we took was so far out around the city. But we did go to Cavenders, which we don't have here in Nashville. And I was stoked because it's like boot barn, but better and the prices are cheaper. So I bought a shit ton of stuff. And then I get up to the checkout and my mom ended up buying it all for me because it was the day day. So I was like, oh, thanks, mom. That's so what moms are for. I got a whole new wardrobe from Cavenders. 
and I was satisfied. And then we ate at, where did we eat at? Some place we have here. Oh yeah, Cracker Barrel. We ate at Cracker Barrel, and then we came home. And we did go through Arkansas, but fuck Arkansas, there's nothing there. Hmm. Literally nothing to tell you about. Oh, Arkansas. dude, I could tell you some shit about fucking Arkansas, because I have been to Arkansas a couple of times, both Little Rock and the other place, Hot Springs, because Hot Springs oh. has this tiny, tiny little theme park called Magic I'm Springs. I'm going a complete opposite direction. Oh, yeah, no, 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 we're not, t- <laughs> huh, I've talked over you. Oh, yeah, no. We're not, yeah, I'm not talking about my West Memphis killer booty call. No, we actually went to Magic Springs, tiny little theme park in Hot Springs, because Ethan found a deal online where it was like $15 per person, but it was, um, oh, it was Hispanic American Heritage Day, and so, like, it was $15 per person, but you had to, like, be of Hispanic American origin. So, for one day and one day only, me, him, sis, him, sister, me, him, and his sister were all Puerto Rican for the day. They didn't question it. They were like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so, there's that. But what I'm going to say about Arkansas is that their roads are fucked. They are terrible. The... And not just like bumpy and potholes, but they do this thing that drives us insane. So instead of having like exits and entrances where like exit ramps and everything, they do this like parallel to the road bullshit where you have to like get up to speed. Yeah, you have to get up to speed and then like you just have to like zoom into the interstate and pray that you don't get hit. Like, it's fucking terrible. I hate driving in Arkansas. I would rather pull my toenails out with a plier. Anyways, continue. So, yeah, frontage roads are no bueno, and they are literally everywhere in Texas and a lot of Oklahoma, and yeah, Arkansas too. It's just, it's a thing they do out there. I don't know why. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So, that was my cross-country trip, in a nutshell. I could go on. There was a lot of little side stories, but that's it, in a nutshell. It was oh. uh, It was interesting. It was a good time. We uh, 150% are definitely going back to Billings, for sure. Billings, Billings like, rocked my socks off, and Chris, too. Like, we we were enthralled with that whole town because like everybody talks about Bozeman and we stopped in Bozeman and it was just like, meh. meh. It was like, well, you guys were talking about going to Montana for your uh, honeymoon anyway. Yeah. We were going to go to a dude ranch out there somewhere. Um, but yeah, Bozeman was, <laughs> it reminded me of Pigeon Forge. Really? Honestly, it was very touristy. Although, we did stop at a sweet-ass antique shop, and I got a a new liquor decanter for my tequila. You didn't find any of Uncle Edward's stupid fucking legs, though, did you? Oh, but I looked. Yeah. I looked for a number 13 ball jar, and I didn't find that either, so. Not gonna lie, like, birthday shopping for you this year definitely included looking for fake legs, just for the hell of it. Unfortunately, I didn't find anything, but 
the thought was there. Darn. I know. Uh, but yeah, definitely going to Billings for sure going to Oklahoma City like soon. Like soon, soon. Even yeah. if it's a quick little weekend trip. I mean, hell, the, especially Oklahoma City, that's so close. Like the flight is nothing. Okay, when you say so close, I always think of like car ride and I was like oh, no, no, flying. Yeah. No, Southwest does non stops to, to Oklahoma City. So yeah, it's like an hour and a half flight. Sweet. Well, that sounds like a good time and I'm glad that you got to see all of the beautiful things and that, you know, you got to visit all the states. And, and get some. Actually, happy that I got to finally see Boardman, Oregon. Dude, y'all, she was so fucking jazzed about this. Was all about it. I'm like, we're in Boardman, Oregon, and I am here for it. Like, yeah, for sure. You guys, she texted me. I'm pretty sure that we were still asleep in the hotel bed because we were still conked out from our ridiculous heat stroke at the park. And she was like, guess where I'm at? And I'm thinking, like, she's talking about some sort of landmark, like she's at the Grand Canyon or something, or that she just met a celebrity. And she's like, no, man, I'm in fucking Boardman, Oregon. And I'm like, you and one of our listeners, congratulations. I mean, that listener, whoever he or she is, it could be multiple people, I don't know. But they've been with us from the beginning. Like yeah, they sustain us. Like, that was, like, the first out-of-state listen that we got. I think so. One of the first. And um, it was just so bizarre and random, because at that point, we had only had a few episodes, and most of our listeners were, like, friends and family that we, like, twisted their arm, like, you have to listen. Right. Like, so it was the rules. Bizarre. It was. But we're thankful. We are. And, yeah, I'm just, I'm sad I didn't get to meet this person, but. Right? Next um, time. Well, what did you learn? I learned that there is a whole other world out West. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, I learned that Winslow, Arizona is a shit town with a polished flatbed Ford and that frontage roads aren't just in Arkansas and they can fuck right off. Yes, they can. Yes. Uh, let's see, next week, or, well, not next week, because next week is titty, but the week after that, we are going to go over some ways in which we've hurt ourselves. I know that we've already covered, like, how are our, the men in our lives still even alive, because they do dumb shit. Ours isn't, like, specifically dumb shit that we do, but it's just kind of, well, yeah, I guess it is dumb, the ways that we've hurt ourselves. Um. It's like, it's less reckless things and more like, <sighs> what were you thinking? Yeah. It's just, it's hard to explain, but you'll see without giving anything away. Yeah. Um, also, before we get into the Chili Ray Cyrus cook-off information, we want to let you know that come Friday night, you need to be paying attention, special attention to Facebook, because there is a special surprise that is going to happen on the Remember That One Time Facebook page on Friday night. So stay tuned, pay attention, and check out our Facebook page this Friday night, which is in two days. 
for a very special announcement surprise. Yes, I'm stoked. I'm stoked about the whole weekend. We're camping for my birthday. We're kayaking. The special Facebook Live. It's going to be an eventful weekend. Yes. Very exciting. And the a couple of weekends, I need to change my calendar. A couple of weekends coming up in September. What is the actual date? The Is it the 26th? Maybe. Wait, for what? The Chili Ray Cyrus cook-off. Oh, the, yeah, September 26th, Saturday, September 26th. Yes, that is the Chili Ray Cyrus cook-off. We now have uh, official rules that have been posted because some of our, every time we have a cook-off, they, we kind of hit snags when it comes to rules and stuff. We haven't really got all of our ducks in a row. We've got one straggler. We're learning. I mean, I, we're not, we don't claim to be experts at hosting cook-offs. I mean, we just, we kind of do what we can. The first, the potato one was just completely off the cuff. Like, yeah, we threw them salmon. Yeah. And so we tried to improve a little bit with the ribbed for her pleasure cook-off, which I believe we did. We still didn't iron out all the kinks, but I did some research because chili cook-offs, like the, that's a, those big, are a thing. Like that's a thing across the country. There are yeah. a lot organizations that actually have legit like rules like hard and fast rules this is the way it is yeah and so I did look up some of those I did some research you know and obviously you know it's not like we're not the Jack Daniels barbecue cook-off right championship okay like nobody's winning 10k over here right so you know not gonna get too fancy but Hopefully an improvement from last time. Yes, and we're working on procuring your first, second, and third prizes. Hopefully we'll have more than just three entrants, but even if we don't, so if there are just three, everyone's guaranteed a prize, but... Everyone gets a trophy. Right. See, that's what my Monday Night Trivia people have figured out, is that instead of breaking into like a ton of teams, they all get together and make sure that there's only three teams so that all three of them get money since it's cash prizes. But I mean, isn't that, aren't they almost in the same boat because they have to, if you get everybody together, then you just have to split your money more ways. And there is that like $2. Right. Well, I mean, we give, they give 10, 20 and 30. So yeah. Um, I mean, usually the, the, you're talking the Mexican restaurant, right? No, no, I'm talking the bar. Oh, okay. Cause I know when I went that one, well, I went a couple of times at the Mexican restaurant. Those people are like serious. Dude, you have no idea. Like 20 teams. I, I had, well, I had 12 teams last night and that was my highest. I had 65 people last night. Damn on 12 teams and that is the highest body count that I've had since the virus took over. Usually it's like seven teams with maybe 40 people max, but they, there was a huge crowd last night and it was pretty intense, but yeah. And actually I had newcomers take on uh, the first prize last night. So that was really cool. Hell yeah. yeah. So there we go. Little promotion. If you are, 
in the Dixon area and you are pretty good at trivia, feel free to come hang out with me on Monday nights at Bulldogs or Tuesday nights at Las Fajitas and we will play some trivia. You can win either some cash monies or gift cards to pay for your meal. It's a good time. Fun times will be had by all. It's mega fun. It is. Well, that wraps up tonight, which is good because this has been like a two-hour show. We're sorry for that, but it was a long trip. It was a cross-country thing. We couldn't really condense everything into an hour. I mean, I personally saw 17 states in eight days. So, I mean, yeah. I did my best to condense it. Yeah. Was I think the only thing that I left out that I'm just now remembering is that the uh, ride ops for all of the rides there at Kings Island were mostly totally chill about everything and they were super helpful and they would be like, hey guys, you know, per protocol, masks up, you know, super chill about everything except for one. So the lady at Flight of Fear, the indoor coaster that we waited like an hour and a half for because everybody wanted to get indoors from the heat. She, like, some people were not paying attention to social distancing because they're trying to get inside the building because it's so fucking hot. Right. So everybody's, like, on top of each other trying to get in. She stood up on her little chair thing, and she fucking snapped her shit. Okay, she was like, guys, if y'all don't social distance, I need y'all, every, every one of y'all back the fuck up off of each other because if y'all don't social distance the government is going to come and shut this shit down do y'all want to go home no you don't neither do i so get your shit straight put on your fucking masks and back the fuck up <laughs> me and ethan were like dude she's not playing don't mess with this bitch no and she's like a 17 year old so she <laughs> she was really, really bent out of shape about it. But other than her, everybody else was chill. Nice. Yeah. So that wraps us up. Until next time, remember to say yes to adventures because they could take you through 17 states or through an amusement park. And you will have stories about that. And in the end, that is all we are. Cheers. Cheers. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night and God bless America.